Hello guys and gals, how you doing? Today I'll be talking about an awesome way to start your free podcast, and I mean free, no catch, no gimmicks. It's totally free, easy to edit, easy to record, and easy to promote and monetize your podcast. It's called Anchor.fm, and I highly recommend you guys and gals, check it out, and start your own podcast, let your voice be heard. And also, don't forget to listen to Wild Dog Podcasts, and tell them that I sent you and that you hear it from me. So you get more people to join Anchor.fm. You will not be disappointed because they will also put your podcast in other platforms and then make it very, very much easier for you. Have a great day, everybody. And Laser Blast is gold fashion cheesy special effects. And I love clear animation aliens, yo, that shit rocks, man. Promise, the movie is okay, it's not great, it's not bad. I actually enjoy the movie, you know what I'm saying? Um, it's about this guy who found this laser gun, right? That belongs to an alien that was, while he was battling the other two aliens, like alien bounty hunters, I would say they are. And they stopped, they stopped this evil alien, but his weapon was left behind. So like I said, the guy found it, and then he playing around with it. He picked up the jewel, like this necklace that could activate the weapon, and he realizes it. So then he put, then he put on the necklace and he became possessed with the alien. And then he started running with the laser gun, using it to kill people or and wrecking havoc, you know, wherever he goes, you know. I um, mean, it's more talking. You'll see some of the little cheesy action scenes here and there, but the aliens, you don't see a lot of the aliens. You only see aliens, they only do two battling scenes, and they have one long conversation scene with their master, I guess. But yo, I want to see more clear animation aliens, man, in action. But uh, the movie was okay, it was enjoyable, I say rent it first. If you want to collect a cheesy effect, old school flavor, go buy it. But Laser Blast is alright. Peace. Bye. See you later. About the movie Shockwaves. And this movie was done in 1977. And um, pretty much what it was about is about these people from on the sailboat get stranded on the island, run by Nazi zombies that have been stranded on all their life since their, sh- their ship been crashed, also. And uh, people who have it the highlight was Peter Cushion, who was the general for these Nazi zombies. And the purpose of the zombies was to kill, 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 and they were trained for underwater missions and stuff. And they were supposed to be like unstoppable. Um, this movie to me is like a boring ass movie, so I admit, I fast forwarded, man. Fucking the acting was so bad. And I mean, acting is, it's, I know acting's not a big deal in a horror movie, but trust me, the acting was bad. And I never usually say that before, you know, very rare I would. But, um, if I, you gotta wait like the, maybe like the first 40 minutes for some action scenes to go on. Um, you have Peter Cushion running around the island, talking about explanation about how the Nazi zombies came about, blah, 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 blah. And of course, cheesy acting from the actors. It, it was, to me, it was a crappy bad movie. If you're into crappy bad movies, then guess what, make this your collection then. I'll say that I wanted to see a few months months ago, but then it got pushed 
way down uh, still now. And it's called The Island of the Fishmen. And this movie's like a ripoff of um, The Island of Dr. Moru. I don't know if anybody remembers that movie. There was an old one and there was a remake with Val Kilmer in it. And um, those two movies are pretty good, though. I like both of them, the original and the remake. But Island of the Fishmen is pretty much kind of like the same concept, but just with fish monsters. And you got this professor who created, like, fish monsters. And then you got his, um, his right-hand man who's using the professor, using the sea monster, so they could get um, the gold from Atlantis. Like, they, they found, he found Atlantis with treasure, so the right-hand man was really greedy. But then you have these convicts and one doctor shipwrecked to the island, and of course the handsome doctor with the beautiful lady, you know, just like any Italian cinema rip-off movie, you always gotta get that love story with two beautiful people in it. Um, all in all, um, I did like the movie, even though it was it's old school cheesy stupid monster effect. But you gotta lo you gotta love it, man. Nothing like good old fashioned special effects with the monsters, with the mo old monster costume, the fish eyeball. Uh, my favorite scene is when one of the convicts would turn into the sea monster from the professor, how, how he was on the tank, and the doctor who was shipwrecked wreck with the prisoners saw that and he stabbed the rib cage because he was like in shock just to put him out of his misery I like the special effects on that and the underwater special effects it's like old school fashion you know it's it's cool um, it's called Island of the Fishman check it out rent it and buy it if you want to oh my god make it a double feature classic there was a double bell on the DVD and it's called Ghoulies 1, and I'm going to review Ghoulies 2 also. And um, Ghoulies 3, I didn't like. I'm sorry. It was so comedy. I saw it one time, but I remember I did not like it. It was stupid. Then when they go to college and all this hijinks, it was more comedy than horror. Um, Ghoulies 4, suck. The end. Trust me. Don't waste your time. But check out Ghoulies 3 because the original monsters from 1 and 2 were in Ghoulies 3. Ghoulies 4 was another shit. But um, 1 and 2 was my favorite, I like part 2 even more. Um, Ghoulies 1, I also heard there was an uncut version of Ghoulies 1, but hopefully one day I'll see it. If anybody has the uncut version, let me know, maybe go work out a deal or a swap for DVDs or whatever. But um, Ghoulies 1 is about this guy who inherited a house, you know, and he been possessed with, this, with the spells and shit to, to control demons. And you got... And, Devil, it's hard to explain, but it's like you got a devil worship that comes back from the grave to become the rightful kid, rightful owner of the house, you know. Anyway, it, it was a lot of crazy shit in this movie. It was all the ghoulies. It was typical 80s cheese, classic camp, you know what I'm saying. But I, but I like Ghoulies 2 more anyway, because Ghoulies 2, the ghoulies are in the circus this time, causing all this hijack, causing all the trouble. And both of them were good. You have kill scenes. But mostly it was so much comedy in it. it even though it, was, it stick to the horror attitude of it, but it was so much comedy. And I, I just loved the movie. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. Trivia. Um, when I saw Ghoulies 1 in the movie theater, I was really scared of using the toilet. But don't get that wrong, I did. I did talk shit, okay? But yeah, Ghoulies was the shit when it comes to that toilet. Hi, it was a TV movie, but excuse me. 
I'll be talking about a movie that I saw a couple of months ago, so this is more like a flashback edition also, and it's called Pervert from 2005, and um, this was a movie that my friend recommended me, by the way, so I decided, okay, you know what, I'm going to see, since he rented it for me to check out, and, um, okay, if you want a TNA, yeah, this movie has TNA, um, this movie has Mary Carey, which supposed to be like a Mary Carey lookalike, and of course she's a porn star, but this movie is like a kind of take on on horror movies, of course, I mean, it's about a guy who has a killer dick, right? He's cursed with a killer penis. And this penis does have a twist ending and a twist story behind why the penis is killing. You know, I don't want to say because I don't ruin the whole movie, but it's actually enjoyable to watch that you watch a killer penis on a rampage. And um, there are some scenes that are, they are very bloody, they are gory, and there's some scenes that are like, that will make you say, what the fuck, besides the killer penis scene. But all in all, Pervert from 2005, Check it out. You can go to the website, order the DVD, or go to any other DVD outlet and buy it, or just rent it from Netflix or Blockbuster or whatever. You know, so check out the movie Pervert. Very weird, very freaky. And Pervert versus One Eye Monster. Pervert is way better. That's just my opinion. Remember, it is way better. Sorry. Everyone, it's me, DVD Movie Buffer, and I just want to rest my head. <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, today's movie I'll be talking about is Ten Shaolin Disciples, and um, this movie to me is like a female version of Seven Samurai. I was gonna say like that how it was set up. Um, it's about these two Shaolin nuns that had to get this golden statue back from Mr. Lee, and um, so the two Shaolin nuns wander around to get help from female nuns. I mean, from female females that used to be Shaolin nuns to ask for help to help them out to get this statue back. Um, all in all, the martial arts scenes in this movie, like the action scenes are like fucking awesome. Did not disappoint me. Fast paced action, those females have totally kick ass, man. So Ted Shaolin Disciples, check it out. Hey DVD Movie Buff for another movie review. And I'll be talking about a movie called Fair Game. And Fair Game is one of those survival, action, adventure, thriller, suspense movie. It's not a horror. I don't know why they call it a horror, but anyway, Fair Game is about a woman who owns like a wildlife reservation in Australia, and then these three hunters trying to intervene by killing animals, and of course she stand up, stands up against them. So these hunters decided to have some fun with her, like disrespect her, if you know what I mean. So there, there was a scene where they actually get, you know, a horn on the front of a car? They got, they shred her like naked, and they tied up on the car, and they ride up, right around the reservation. It was like crazy. I was like, what the fuck? But after that, she comes out, get revenge on the three bad guys. And she, it's like a thinking, survive, it's a survival movie, you know? And I like those movies. It's like Cat and Mouse, Hunter or Hunted, you know? Be Hunt, you know? Okay, that was saying. It's like either you be hunted or you be the, or become the hunter. Uh, I don't know if I was saying with that one, but um, pretty much it's a good movie, fair game, as the lady, you know, owner of the reservation takes her revenge on the three hunters, one by one, and it's, it's a good movie, just check it out, fair game, it's on VHS, hopefully my might get a DVD release one day. It's me, DVD Movie Buffer, and today's movie I'll be talking about is Nightmare, and I think this movie came out in the early 80s, and it's like a slasher thriller movie. 
and pretty much this movie is they say Tom Savini did the special effects for effects for this movie but I found out that he did not so it's kind of fucking odd you know because the special effects come close to old school Tom Savini but all in all this was a really good movie and very rare because I sure hell they heard about it until a few months ago you know there were so many slasher movies hard to follow up on every single one of them anyway let's get to the point of it um Nightmare is about this mental case, right? This mental guy has mental issues. He killed his dad and he killed this woman. I don't know if the woman is his mom or a woman that dad is having an affair with. There was no background story for this lady. But the point is, the kid, when he was a kid, he caught his dad having sex with this woman, you know? And like S&M play, right? So the kid decided to take an axe and chop the lady's head off, which you see in the preview clip, by the way. And you know, that's the origin of the killer, by the way. So he grows up, he has mental issues ever since then, by the way. So the doctor let him out, you know, they thought like he was cured, so they gave him some medication, you know. So he walking around the sex scenes in New York City, old school New York City, by the way, like 42nd Street, wandering around the sex shops. And then he decided to go to Florida, Daytona. And he, he, he ended up killing a lady and then he starts stalking this family. The reason why he's stalking this family remains unknown. I want to ruin that, ruin the spoilers for that. But let's just say it does have a twist ending. There's some decent kill scenes. There are like about two kill scenes that did not show, but they just show it in a glimpse, like you can take a guess what's going on, you know? And this is the uncut version I have, by the way, of Nightmare. Um, all in all, I really did enjoy this movie. Um, my favorite scene in this movie is when the kid of, in the, of, of the family, of the mom, named CJ. CJ is crazy, why wow, he's like gangster, man. He's like, you know, Home Alone kid? He's like a 1.5 version upgrade of the Home Alone kid. Like, he plays jokes, he will kill you, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, the killer was trying to kill him and his sisters, right? So he got to protect his sisters in the house against the killer, you know? So he got his gun, he got a shotgun. And he ready to defend himself and his family, you know, while his mom and her, and her boyfriend went to a party, you know. So the killer ended up going up against the babysitter, the babysitter's boyfriend that was in the house was to care of the kids. Like I said, I don't want to ruin too much, but all in all, um, Nightmare is a good movie. Check it out if you could. It's on VHS, by the way. Uh, hopefully, hopefully this will get a DVD release. Hopefully. So we'll see what happens. Peace. Bye. And it's called Evil Speak. And if anyone asks, this is the uncut version that God, because I'm not hearing it for a long time ago, but I never believed this movie actually existed. So I saw it, saw it a year ago, and I'm re-seeing it again. Because it's been a long time, though, and I really liked it. Um, Evil Speak, man, wow. It's a, it's about this guy. I heard it was Clint Howard, who's in the movie, who's Ron Howard's brother. So that was kind of interesting to know. Um, Clay Howard plays an innocent kid, you know, in a military school, always getting picked on, bullied, you know, from cool kids in the military school. And then one day he had to work underneath, like, the basement to do some cleanup job. He found a book of black masses of, of a satanic worshiper from the past. The devil worshiper played in the past was by Richard Maul himself, Mr. Night Court. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, Clay Howard's character ended up trying to renounced the satanic bible in his fucking computer but he need blood and a discarded host like a host for sacrifice but he never figured that out you know like come on get a host you know if you want to call the devil and shit of course 
as the sh as a single bye bye, you know, for it drags a little bit, but it was still entertaining though. Don't get yourself the wrong idea. Of course, you have the famous nudity scene with the pig. Um, I don't want to give too much away because I'll just kill a whole movie for you guys and gals because I really want you to check this movie out, buy it or rent it, whatever you want to do. But um, the church finale scene is crazy, man. And uh, and the twist ended is crazy also. So this is totally a satanic. And the reason why I'm talking about this one, while there's so many horror movie franchises, and usually I won't review each of them, you know, dependent, because everybody knows about it, you know what I'm saying? But in the Texas Chainsaw franchise, remake don't count, by the way. One, two, three, and four. I picked part three because it's my personal favorite, and I like that one a lot, in my opinion. And um, part three, the DVD is awesome. It's worth the money, worth the time. It's have rated and unrated version, deleted scenes, and an alternate ending. So you can't beat that. And um, what I like about it is, is the blood, it's the style of the movie, the leather face of the movie. It they gave leather face more of a little bit like a realistic approach. I would say, and um, he's more forward, you know, more more creepy and freaky than he was before, and um, he was silly but not too silly as you see in part two, and um, I just like Leatherface Massacre part three, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre part three more, that's just my opinion, this movie does not need no introduction, it's pretty obvious, it's two people who travel on the road, comes across the cannibalistic family, come across Leatherface, which we all know, and you have your kill scenes of course, and um, you have Kate Hodges, if I remember Kate Hodges, I remember her being in this werewolf TV show in the United States, I think it was called She-Wolf from London, and then when they moved to LA from London, London to LA, they changed the title around, I forgot the name of the new title of the show, but Kate Hodges played a werewolf character, and her and the professor come across all these supernatural evil forces they had to stop. It was a really good TV show. It came on Channel 9 in New York City. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, comment on this page and let me, let, let me know to refresh my memory. But the point is, I like Leatherface. Texas Show Massacre Part 3, I feel like it's the best of the series, in my opinion. 